Welcome to the Eggcorn Podcast, where we make nonsense make sense. I'm Sammy Eastridge. I'm Raymond. And Sammy woke me up this rainy morning to go take a run at because she's like, we're getting fat and we need to talk about it. And I don't appreciate that. I don't like running. I hate running. Anyway, Sammy, what do you, what do you say about that? Um, well, what I say is that obviously uh, weight loss has been pretty topical lately because uh, of all these celebrities like Kim Kardashian. Um, and you know Elon Musk and everyone all Elon Musk about is a fitness these... What does Elon Musk say about fit? No, but he he's he's the one who made Wagobi famous. Like literally, this sorry, going back to what we were talking about, the fact that <laughs> they're all taking these uh, semaglutide medications such as Ozempic, Wagovi, all these things. Um, and what you're saying is uh, Elon Musk. He basically someone tweeted him was like, "How do you lose so much weight, man? Like, were you doing intermittent fasting?" And he literally just wrote Wagovi. The fuck is Wagovi? It's it's a weight loss drug. It's it's one. It's like Ozempic, which is a weight loss. Well, actually, it's a diabetes medication. But Wagovi is basically the same thing, but it is marketed as a weight loss drug, supposedly. Does he have any investment in the company? Because that would change. Probably, like that. I wouldn't be surprised. It's Elon Musk. So that doesn't really mean he's using it. It just means he has a vested interest to perpetuate it. That is true. That is very true. But. If he thinks it works, why wouldn't he use it? Because he's a liar. He's a, you know, he's a busy man. He hasn't got time to be he's going to the gym every week. He's a liar. Come on. Come on. <laughs> we're not making this, we're not making this an Elon Musk hate party, okay? We're talking about, is it hard to lose weight? Come on, real man. Stay on track. Is it hard to lose weight? Well, of course it's hard, but is it doable? I think that's the more important question, and the answer is yes. Well, yeah, obviously it's doable, but there's a lot of, to use a pun, hurdles that people face in order to lose weight. So, firstly, what is our opinion of these um, celebrities or whatever using Ozempic or Wagobi or whatever? Do we think this is a good thing? Do we think it's a bad thing? Do we... Um, I think they're lying to you. Do we think they're taking the easy way out? I think they're lying well, No, to I mean, a lot of them... A lot of them aren't actually claiming to use it. Like, it's rumoured that the Kardashians are using it because they have had such significant weight loss recently. And it is one of those things that's kind of going around, like, in the celebrity world. Like, like I said, I, ha I there's a YouTuber who I watch who is using Ozempic and she's, like, basically, like, yeah, they're all freaking using it because it's easy. So it is, it's one of those things. I think it's one of those, like, Hollywood secrets that's been released to the world like much quicker than it usually would be because you know like the whole oh all the marvel guys are like oh they're all doing steroids and stuff like that like that's just kind of like an industry secret it's not really like proven or it's not really a secret you know it's, I mean? it's the rock uses drugs come on well, yeah i mean like they have to they have to there's no way they can gain that much weight muscle weight in like three months if they're not taking something but it's one of those things that you don't see it or like all the celebrities get nose jobs and they don't say it like it's just that. It's just that thing. It's like everybody knows they're using Ozempic. They're just not saying they're using Ozempic. I don't know if they're using it. Like, it's hard to say, right? Because they're some of the richest, most powerful people in the world. So they have access mm. to a lot of things that we do not have access to. They have dietitians. They have nutritionists. They have fitness yeah. people helping them. How Plastic surgeons. Who? <laughs> Plastic surgeons. Plastic surgeons, yeah. Two different, that's, a, like, that's a different thing, right? That's like physical appearance. Yeah. I'm talking about like physical like uh body right so that access versus the drug how, how how much do you put on one or the other right i mean i think it's a combination of all of them uh i don't know unless you unless you prove they're taking the drugs it's really hard to say because i don't think there's a magic drug that will just like in six months you lost the weight if that existed 
it would be it would be sold everybody you know if like why would a company not want to sell that well the thing is i think they are trying but like as you as you said earlier like some of these weight loss drugs actually aren't fda approved for weight loss so like i think that's why they're not going everybody use it like that's why it's kind of like a little industry secret because ozempic i mean one of the reasons that ozempic became quite you know well known again was because they ran out of it basically because people were using it for weight loss and the people who are actually it's designed for which is people with diabetes they like couldn't get access to it um which is why it became so like newsworthy but that's why they i think that's why they're not like promoting it for everybody to use i think once it's fda approved they'll be like giving it to everyone like in schools and all this stuff to try and get them to use it but it's not they can't do it because there's not enough science on it yet. I don't I know. That's I don't think that's true. Because if you think about it, how many when you go to the market or the store, the drugstore, how many drugs do you say that say weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, weight? None of them are FDA approved. Yeah, you don't true. have to have an FDA approval to sell a drug. You don't have to have an FDA approval to lie to your consumer by saying this drug will give you weight loss. You just have to put it on the label, right? And and, and that's fine. So why would mm-hmm. they not just market it that way? I think it, it's. Well, maybe they just don't have enough of it. If they were to make like $5 billion, they would find a way to make enough of it. I think the real reason is it probably doesn't work like as the magic pill. It probably is more difficult than just like popping a pill and you lose weight. You probably need to do lifestyle changes with it. Maybe for like 0.2% of people, right? You take the drug, you lose a tremendous amount of weight. But for the vast majority, Mm -hmm. you probably need to have like a fundamental life change like with any other weight loss drug for it to be effective. It might be a boost, Mm -hmm. but it's not... It's not a magic pill, right? You don't take it and you're fine. You have to do a lot to support it. Well, from what I understand, it's quite slow. It's like, it, it would be the same as if you were doing normal weight loss because it's not like you take Ozempic once and you lose 50 pounds. It's like, it's slowly week on week, you're losing a little bit of weight as you go. And I think that is maybe, it's not like the quick fix. And it also involves giving yourself an injection once a week. And I think a lot of people might be a bit like freaked That's out not by hard. that. It's, you just, it's um, a pen. You just... I have to take bi-weekly injections for different medical things. Ooh, no, I wouldn't do that. I have to take bi-weekly that. injections. Oh, God. I, I have to take not... bi-weekly injections for, like, a different medical thing. Yeah. It's not a big deal. It takes, it takes 10 seconds. I literally would rather be... I would rather be fat than have to... Yeah, but that's something that's, like, a health issue. Like, I would rather be fat than have to inject myself once a week. Like, no, I'm just... No, obesity soda, I would is... I would rather be fat. <laughs> that sounds But horrible. obesity is a health issue. It's the number one health issue. No, yeah, I agree. I agree it is. But, like, it's just... I, I don't... Like, I mean, if I was dying because I was, like, so obese, then, like, yeah, maybe. But at the moment, I'm, like, I could just go for a run. Like, I'd rather do that than inject myself, honestly. I don't know. For me, there's no such... no. I don't think there'll ever be a drug that will just pop it six months later, you lose weight without having to do any lifestyle change. I think everything requires Mm. some sort of lifestyle change. And it might help, right? Because I was like, what what does it specifically do, right? You, You said it lowers the hunger hormone. So that just means you won't get as hungry as much. You won't eat as much, which is not necessarily like your body changing its metabolism. It's just changing your relationship with food, which is just a lifestyle change, right? It just helps you make that lifestyle change. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, it has it has a cumulative effect. Of, I think it lowers blood sugar. It reduces your appetite because uh, I think the semaglutide is like tied in with like your body's satiety mechanism. Um, and it's... I think it stops you absorbing sugars or something like that. Like I remember this girl uh, who I follow on YouTube, she was saying that she doesn't have any reaction to alcohol when she's taking Ozempic because obviously alcohol is a sugar 
And so she doesn't feel drunk. Like she's obviously, her body is getting drunk, but she doesn't feel it because of like, I don't know what it is. Like the way her body's metabolizing it or something is, is, is changed essentially because of those MPEX. So, but like, it's still calories. It's, right? it's, it's still, still calories, gonna... but if your body's not absorbing them, then it's you're not getting those calories. Like, you know, for people who've got like, um, uh, like poor absorption and stuff, if they're not actually absorbing the minerals and the and the calories and they're passing through their system really quickly and they're not actually getting any of it, you're not you're not absorbing it. So like, because there's certain drugs as well, well that can stop you absorbing fats, and so like you won't be getting the calories from that fat because your body's not breaking it down. Okay. I'm going to read an article by Healthline. Ozempic for weight loss experts answer nine common questions. You already know what Ozempic is. Okay, so first of all, it's not FDA approved. So we don't really have any science. We have like, no studies on FDA it. Has, FDA has its own problems that we could talk about at a different time. But, you know, it's still something you want. Mm. And that not being there, you got to be careful. Yeah. What's Ozempic versus Wegovy? I don't know what we go is. It's essentially the same as far as I understand. I don't know if that's going to tell you any different, but that's what I understood. It just what it says we Goovy has a higher do- dosage of semi-glutide. Oh, okay. Which I think is the one that lowers your appetite. Does it help with weight loss, which is what we're talking about? Those who took the medication and made lifestyle changes. So again, back to what I was saying, you have to make a lifestyle change. Lost 15% of their body weight, which is huge. That is huge, yeah. Compared to the 3% on the placebo group. But they made the lifestyle change. And again, you have to make that lifestyle change. And the drug yes, could help you but, make that lifestyle but change. But is it the drug? I is I, I would argue it's the drug helping people make the lifestyle change because if they're not being led by their appetites, they're not they are it's gonna be much easier to choose to eat less or to eat the healthier thing because your body isn't like mm, sugar, like craving like crap to eat, is it? It's like it's like helping you make those healthier choices. So it is kind of in a way the drug still like you are making the lifestyle changes but you're making them because of the drug i wouldn't say because of i think that a drug is assisting you in that and making it easier right yeah because this is a very specific word like it's not because i would say i'd say it's correlated but not causal anyway and it also says ozempic causes appetite suppression and increases the time it takes the food to exit the stomach leading to feeling full longer (coughs) but it does nothing magical to metabolism it just helps you change your relationship with food yeah, definitely. But I think that is quite a big part of it because like obviously there's people who have um, weight loss surgery and things like that, which physically shrinks the stomach. And yet, unless they are mentally there in the sense of like making lifestyle changes, the surgery is not going to work or they'll just drink loads of milkshakes or something because and they won't lose the weight or they'll start losing the weight and then they stop losing the weight because their lifestyle hasn't changed. So if Ozempic is helping people's lifestyle change because of like reduced appetite or um, whatever it is, that is. But what are the side effects? We don't know the side effects, and that's the thing. Like we don't we don't know the side effects of Ozempic, and potentially it's fine because. Well, this is what it says. Yeah, but semaglutide is something that your body produces naturally. It says normal weight patients without diabetes, so not counting the morbidly obese yeah. people, because those that's a special case, right? Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to do something drastic. Yeah. Taking a drug is drastic, right? So for normal people who are trying to lose weight. It says, normal weight patients without diabetes might lose weight if they take these drugs, but the risks of the medication outweigh the benefit of weight loss just to be thin versus treating a disease. This is a drug that treats a disease. Being morbidly obese is a disease. Being a little no, overweight it's, it's is the not disease, a disease. I think they're talking you know about I mean? is diabetes. Yeah, di- diabetes is the disease. Have to be that diabetes is the disease it's supposed yeah. to be. But if it's going to be and approved you, for weight You loss. don't have to be that overweight to have diabetes. Like, you 
And actually having diabetes actually makes it more likely that you will gain weight because your body isn't breaking down insulin and then it's storing it as fat. Can you regain weight after using these? Once the drug stops, is stopped or loses effectiveness, the same issue that got people into trouble will be back. So like, you know, you yeah. still got to do the lifestyle change. At the end of the day, you can't rely on a drug. Mm. You know, that's just not how it works. You have to do a lifestyle change, which is hard and nobody wants yeah. to do it because it's a pain in the ass. That's, that's, the, that's the solution. Why are people being led to use Ozempic? Like, what is so difficult about losing weight? Like, surely it's calories in versus calories out. So, like, why is it so difficult for so many people? If you think about it in the context of human history, what did we used to do? We were scavengers. We didn't have a lot of food. We saw food, we'd eat it, we'd store it in our system. And in the last, let's say, like 100, 200 years, that's shifted. We have an abundance of food, so we're overeating. But our bodies are still storing that food because we yeah. think we might need it in the future, right? So that's partially why. So we're overeating and then we're working less physically, right? We have desk jobs, we have office jobs. We're not like hunting and gathering. We're not running around for our food. It used to take like a fucking, it was a, it was a workout to go to the bathroom back in the day. You didn't have restrooms in your house. You have to go outside, you have to go to the bathroom, you have to clean it, you have to put it up, you have to dig a hole, you know, you had to do all this stuff. You don't have that anymore. So people are eating more and they're working out less. Yeah. It's pretty simple if you think about it. But it's... <sighs> It's not just that, is it? It's a lot of it is to do with our lives being so much more busy. Like you can have all the intention in the world to go and exercise because obviously we do have to make time for exercise now because we have less options in our day in order to get exercise. Like obviously you can bed exercise into your day. Like you can go for a walk on your lunch break or you can cycle to work or you can make an effort to go for a walk with your family after dinner. Like there are ways you can embed that into your lifestyle, but if you're working a 60 hour week, you then have to go pick your kids up from school. You have to take them to an after school event. You then have to make dinner for your family. You then have maybe half an hour before you have to go to bed. When do you fit it in? It's so it's so much more difficult. And also when you're stressed, it is actually so much harder to exercise because you are exhausted. And thing is, when you do exercise, you do actually get more energy from exercising, but it's getting through that break of I need to exercise, but I'm just exhausted. So how do people get through that? Like, how do people make exercise and healthy living much more part of their life? I think 80% of people have the time. Like, there's, like, a small subset of people who are working, like, three, four jobs a week or trying to provide for families. That's a separate case, right? But the vast majority of people, they have time. Yeah. They just lack motivation. It's hard. It's hard. You got to get up earlier. Maybe you got to not watch TV for an hour and you got to go for a walk it's you just lack motivation right if you, how many hours a week does the average american or average european a spend a day yeah, watching a tv or youtube a lot yeah a lot so you can't say they don't have time because <clears throat> if they're spending two but hours a day watching tv but i don't i don't think it's the time aspect i genuinely think it's the mental aspect i think it's the stress and the exhaustion and the mental exhaustion because when i was working full time i didn't want to i didn't want to work out hardly at all because I was just miserable and stressed all the time and now that I am a freelancer and I have you know I'm in charge of my own day I'm not stressed I'm not you know I don't have some dickhead CEO breathing down my neck telling me what to do all the time with his stupid ideas like I don't have any of that anymore and it's much easier for me to put exercise into my day if you're like not feeling great emotionally because you hate your job you your life's not planning out how you want you you know have a million responsibilities and you don't you're overwhelmed and then you're also having to add the added energy expenditure and the awkwardness of trying to find time to exercise when you are 
exhausted. And not only that, but you are exhausted to the point that you can't even be bothered to make like proper food for yourself or you're scared that buying proper food and having to make it is going to be too expensive and you don't have enough money so you end up eating ready meals or you end up eating mcdonald's or you end up eating this and that and all of that stuff like people say abs are made in the kitchen but if you don't know how to cook you don't know how to feed yourself you don't know how to buy foods that aren't full of corn sugar or whatever it is like you know uh, corn syrup sorry which a lot of processed foods are and a lot of ready meals are how like how do you get over that how do you get past that and actually become healthier and make lifestyle changes that will make you healthier like it's so difficult for some people you just have to do it like everything you're saying sounds like an excuse yeah (laughs) but you're saying that but you're saying that as a person who is you're single you don't have really any responsibilities you have a solid job you have decent money you have a home you don't have any children that's easy for you to say but what if you are you know a a mum with five kids and health issues and a full-time job and you've got church responsibilities and you've you know got a knee injury or something like it's not fair to say to that person that you just need to try harder like that's not that's an extreme take on it it's not that you have to try harder you have to have you have to do it. Exercise is not fun. Like everybody's like trying to be like, mm. oh, how do I make this fun? How do I make this good for me? How do I make this like a good activity? It's not gonna be fun. Shut the fuck up. It's never gonna be fun. It will never be fun. Like you will not go to the gym and be like, yay, I get to hurt myself for an hour. You just gotta do it because <laughs> it's healthy. You gotta c- consider your health. I do disagree with that a little bit. Why do you work? Like why do you work? Why do you work? Because because you need money. Yeah. That's why 90% of people work. They don't like going to their job. They work because they need money. Yeah. So why do you work at? Because you want to be healthy. Health. Yeah. That's how you got to think of it. Yeah. It, you just got to change the relationship you have with exercise. You got to change the relationship if you have with food. And stop being like, oh, it's not a big deal. You can't like, the more you make excuses, the less you're going to do That is true. Yeah. The more you say, I don't have the time. I'm not going to do it. The more you say, no, it's difficult. You already set yourself up for failure. You, what yeah. you have, so like if, if you're negotiating with yourself why you can't do it, you've already lost right the first step is going to be like i'm going to wake up tomorrow morning i'm going to go for a run i'm going to go for a run you can't be like oh i'm gonna i'm busy today i'm a little stressed i can't go for a run today maybe i'll go you're already lost you know what i mean it's just you got to change that it's just an attitude it's a motivation yeah i do disagree with you though on the fact that you know exercise is going to hurt because i don't think that's true i think there are exercises for everyone there are things that people like like for example i hate running i hate it i find it so boring i don't enjoy it it's too it hurts my legs i don't enjoy it i don't like it at all and yet go to a spin class i'm all over it i love it i think it's great it's so much fun but some people are like oh well you can't lose weight just going for a walk so you have to go for a run but if people hate running they're always going to associate exercise with doing something they don't enjoy and they're gonna get even more of the complex about it you don't have to go running that's actually bad for your knees. And it's no, no, I know, I'm, I know, I know. That's just, it's just an example because like a lot of the stuff I hear is like, you have to run, you have to run in order to lose weight. And I'm like, why? I hate running. I don't want to do it. It's not fun. It's not, and I know like exercise doesn't have to be fun, but if you're going to do it repeatedly, you need to have as least resistance to it as possible, don't you? So like, if it's an exercise that you friggin' hate, don't do it. Find one you like. And that's the problem I think a lot of the time is that people are like- It just has to be some sort of- if you if you don't if you want to okay typically if you don't want to do like resistance training which is like weightlifting and muscle building fine mm. that's a lot of people don't want to do that that's their choice but everybody has to do some level of cardiovascular aerobic training right it doesn't have to be a walk it doesn't have to be a run I mean it can be a walk it can be a swim it can be a bike ride 
It could be anything you want it to be. It just has to be like 20, 30 minutes a day, 150 minutes yeah. a week, and you're fine. Your cardiovascular health improves. You're going to start losing weight. But before that, before the exercise, what's the number one important thing? Nutrition. If you're eating donuts every morning and you look at the scale, you're like, but I went on a 30-minute run. Well, no shit, you're getting weight because you're eating donuts every morning. So stop eating donuts every morning and start like changing your relationship with food, which is hard. These foods taste yeah. taste are tasty, and sugar is basically cocaine. But you have to do it. Yeah, and I th- and do you know what? I do actually think that's part of the issue as well because a lot of people they they think you've just got to be in a calorie deficit, and actually that's that's not true. You have to be eating the right kinds of foods. You have to be eating nutrient dense foods. There's a girl who pops up on my YouTube all the time with shorts, and she's like, "What I eat in a calorie deficit," and she's like quite a big girl, and she's obviously trying to lose weight, and like good for her that she's trying to eat in a calorie deficit. But all the foods she's eating are just garbage she's eating like croissants for breakfast like huge fat croissants that are like full of chocolate and all this stuff and i'm like that's not breakfast that has no protein in it it's all carbs all sugar there's no nutrients it's awful food and the next thing she's eating is a friggin' pizza and she's like i'm still in a calorie deficit and it's like yeah but what you're doing is filling. she's not counting her calories well, no she is though How's she, she, counting is. Her calories? she is she is in a calorie deficit but it's all garbage it's just garbage food and it's like there's new nutrients in it there's no fiber she's eating she's eating uh like just white carbohydrates which make your body hold water so you're holding all this water weight like apparently like i think it's like every gram of carbohydrates makes you hold like a a a milliliter of water or something so like if you're eating like tons of carbs and also your macros you're supposed to have a division of macros which is like 30 30 40 40 percent being carbs 30 percent being healthy fats 30% 30% being protein you know that's like a good macro split for most people like obviously people who are looking for different results such as like gains in mus- muscle and things like that they need to have different macros but that is like the macro game her whole day of eating is essentially all carbs and maybe like a bit of fat like she's not getting any protein she's not getting any of this and that's what a lot of people are doing they're not understanding that you don't just cut your calories you have to eat proper food you have to eat vegetables you have to eat protein you should be eating protein with every meal and people don't realize that they're eating like a bowl of cereal which is basically all sugar and then i mean i know milk has some there is milk but it's still i don't think that's enough protein for the morning that's not and people aren't eating enough protein depends on your goals i eat a lot of protein i do so like i'm not representative but i do weightlifting i do muscle training you know i i yeah. eat like 150 160 grams of protein a day which is like three or four chicken breasts not a lot of people can eat that much protein a day yeah that's a lot <laughs> that's a lot but i'm I, like i'm not typical right like i eat a lot more yeah. than most people because like i do muscle training so i can eat like 3,000 calories a day but the point is nutrition people don't understand nutrition they don't know how to count their calories the per- yeah that is a huge problem yeah the person you're saying is counting their calories one croissant has like 600 calories especially a chocolate one mm. a pizza has like almost two th- like a whole pizza yeah how big are we talking like let's say 15 inch 12 it wasn't inch, it's it's it wasn't it wasn't that big her pizza it was pretty small. even an eight inch pizza will have like a thousand plus calories she's already at 1600 yeah. she's not at mm. if she eats just a little bit more she's at a deficit she's not at a deficit if she's telling you she's at a deficit on youtube she's probably lying if she's not losing weight because <laughs> if you're at a deficit you lose weight it's like it's science right yeah if somebody if somebody says oh i i didn't eat that much today but i'm still gaining weight what did you eat like tell me literally exactly yeah oh i woke up this morning i yeah. just had like a croissant okay 600 calories and i had a muffin okay you already had a thousand calories i had like a small pizza for, for lunch you had like 1800 calories yeah. 
oh, then for dinner, I just had like a spaghetti and I, I, I rewarded myself for eating light today. Yeah, oh, carbs. So I rewarded myself for eating light today and I had just like a small bowl of ice cream. You had like 3,000 calories, man. Oh, then I had a couple yeah, snacks. Yeah, without you know, even trying. I had a couple bowls of nuts. One bowl of it's nuts. It's a lot of calories, yeah. 200 calories, right? People don't realize how much nuts have. People don't realize how much muffins have. So, you know, you're not counting your calories, guys. I think that is a problem that people aren't counting their calories and they're kind of just doing a mental, like, oh, this not. And people generally underestimate calories really ba badly. Like, they won't realize how much something is. Like, because, you know, when you look at, uh, like, a Ben and Jerry's thing and it's like, oh, it's it's 150 calories for the one serving and one serving is, like, literally a spoonful and people are having, like, half the pot. And they're like, oh, it's not that much. One serving is going to be, like, three you know, a third of the pot. And it's like, really, it's not at all. Like, it is minuscule compared to what people think it is. Plus, one serving doesn't mean one serving. Because a fun-size Hershey's bar is one serving. And a full-size Hershey bar is one serving. What the fuck? They're based... What? That can't be right. What's the point of having the serving? That's what I'm saying. In America, serving sizes are just based off whatever the fuck you want it to be. There's no standard. In Europe, you have, like, servings. Yeah. You have, like, you'll have a serving size, but next to it, you'll have it per 100 grams or per 100 something like that. Because they want a standard. Yeah, we we don't list the ser the way that you guys in America will list it is you'll have like servings on the packaging. We don't have that. We will say calories per X amount of the product, so it's like not done as a serving size. Yeah, it's kind of slightly different. Because in America, people will see that and be like, "Oh, I can just eat one serving. I just had one serving. What? What? Mm. You didn't have one serving. You had five hundred calories. You had two hundred calories. You had six hundred calories. You don't know how much you had. So you got to put that into perspective. Plus. In America, the, the the law says you can be 20 to 40% off your serving size in terms of calories. What? Oh, my God. So if it says 100 calories, it can be 120. It could be 140, right? So people That's like... so bad. You don't... People don't understand nutrition is my point. So whenever yeah. somebody says, oh, I'm not eating... I'm eating right and I'm not losing weight, you're not eating right. Mm. And if they say... Oh, I'm going to, the, I'm exercising. I'm not losing weight. Probably not exercising. You thought you went for 20 minutes, but you really went for five. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't just believe these people on YouTube who say they're trying really hard. But the thing is, to be more empathetic towards the situation, because obviously you're saying that, oh, you know, people aren't tracking properly. People aren't doing this. People aren't doing that, which I agree. They're probably not. They're probably not doing things properly. They're probably not tracking their calories properly. They're probably not exercising for as they think they are. But there are certain things working against people, say... For example, I was on an elliptical uh, a few years ago and it said that the calorie burn on the elliptical could be as much as 20% wrong. And I was like, what's the point of that if it like can't actually measure the calories properly? Because then I can't actually like I'm not a scientist. I'm not I can't guess how many calories I've done from something that I'm doing unless there's something a machine or a tool that tells me how many calories I'm burning. Like I just can't do that. That's not something I can mentally do. Secondly, you you know, with foods and stuff. A lot of marketing, uh, product marketing is done in a way to trick you into thinking you are eating healthy. So for instance, stuff that's 0% fat, 0% fat, 90% sugar. Sugar's the thing that actually makes you fat. Fat doesn't make you fat. Fat makes you full. That's the problem. People are scared. Of, well, not so much anymore. Like people are starting to understand that eating healthy fats is actually good for you. But for years and years and years, people were terrified of fat and they wouldn't touch fat with a barge pole. And so they were eating all these low fat things that don't fill you up because they don't have fats in them. They don't have enough protein in them. And they're full of sugar. And sugar makes you hungrier, for one. Secondly, if you don't use the sugar that you're eating immediately, your body stores it as fat. So people are just actually feeding themselves things that are fattening because they don't know any better. And because this company, this unscrupulous company, is telling them that what they're eating is actually really good for you. It's the health food. It's got no fat in it. Or like a granola company, again, that's like, oh yeah, but you're eating grains. But like, they've been broken down, so there's no fibre in them anymore. It's full of chocolate. It's full of sugar. It's full of honey. 
it's not healthy for you but they're pretending it is and then people are like well i'm eating all this health food why am i still fat and they don't get it it's because it's all full of sugar and it's not healthy it's not whole foods it's not nutrient dense foods it's garbage and people are being sold like it's not that, yeah people don't understand nutrition which is a problem yeah. that should be an education but okay so about the fat thing the reason low fat is sold to people because if you look at the macronutrients fat versus protein versus carbohydrates it is the most calorie dense so high fat foods they'll be smaller in portion but the higher in mm -hmm. calories so if you get a low fat option you're going to be able to have more for less calories which is why you do that you know like if you're trying to build an omelet you can use low fat cheese and egg whites you'll get a bigger portion size for less calories you can use low fat yogurt you won't you won't get as many calories so there's a reason low fat is a thing but people don't understand it and they think oh it's low fat but they don't realize there's sugar and all this yeah. other stuff that is adding calories to it. So again, you just got to understand nutrition, which 99% of people who say they understand nutrition do not they understand They don't, yeah, they have no idea. Because it's complicated. It's like, and especially people who say they track their calories, bullshit. Are you using a scale? Are you like measuring everything out? Because even like people who use protein powders, right? If you use this one scoop of protein powder, it might say, oh, this is 45 grams. You put it on a scale, it's a 55. Mm -hmm. Because the scoop is wrong, right? And you have to level off the scoop. There's a lot of things that go into it. So until you start tracking your calories and understand like portion size and, and the weight of food, like just do it for two weeks. If you track your calories for two weeks properly, you'll really understand yeah. what food is. You'll understand like how much a cup of rice really is. You thought maybe a cup of rice was a whole plate. No, that's like three cups of rice. So you, when you thought you were eating a cup of rice, you were actually eating two or three cups yeah. of rice. You know what I mean? So you immediately off on calories. Do you know, I think a lot of the problem as well is that people are too focused. Like, I know, sorry, we're going from like the calorie thing, but I think, I actually do think people are too focused on the calories per meal and they're not considering the sati satiation qualities of that food. So, you know, you're saying, oh, you, you eat the low fat yogurt because it's less calories in one sitting, but you're hungry in half an hour because you're full of sugar and you're not having anything that's stopping your stomach from releasing. Like, Fat is more calorie dense, yes, but it takes longer for your body to break it down. So your body is is less hungry for longer because you're eating more fats. And you don't know, you could have a very calorie dense meal, but it's also very nutrient dense. It's full of fiber, it's full of fats, like healthy fats, it's full of protein, and then you don't end up having to eat for the rest of the day. So you might have killed all your, you know, you might have killed a thousand calories in one meal, but then you don't eat for the rest of the day, or you eat like an apple the rest of the day because you're not hungry. And that is a better way of eating. It depends. It does depend. Like you should be tracking your calories, but people aren't thinking, people are thinking so much about calories and not actually thinking about quality of food and whether or not that is going to stop you feeling hungry. And that's the main thing. The, the main thing about eating properly is because it's that you don't eat again for another few hours. Like you have enough, you have enough energy, you have enough food, you have enough fiber, nutrients, all this stuff that keeps you going for however long you need to go until you need to eat again. Like people are stuck in this whole, oh, I've got to have X amount of meals per day. But maybe, you know, maybe some people do need that. But some people need to eat like one big meal and then eat something later as a snack. That's not, you know, that's just going to get them through the rest of the day. That's what some people need. Everybody's got to figure that out for themselves. But at the end of the day, it's, compl it's complicated because like you're saying high fat could keep you full longer, satiated. A cup of nuts super high fat about 300 calories i'll eat that i'll be hungry yeah. in like five minutes because i eat a lot so i can't eat like a bowl of, i try to stay away from nuts because i'm going to eat a lot but i could get a bowl of popcorn that's really low calories no butter or anything yeah. like that i could eat like two bowls of popcorn bulk. and, and I'll also be the thing with popcorn is there's fiber there's so much fiber in popcorn which is why it's actually a really good snack when you don't stick loads of crap on it but that's the thing obviously a handful of nuts that's not filling your stomach if you eat like i don't know 
100 grams of yogurt, you're not going to be hungry after that. Not really. If it's good, good quality, high fat that fills you up and you have that with like a piece of really good wholemeal toast or something like that, you're going to feel full for quite a while. And that's the thing. People aren't eating foods that keep them full. And like, like you said with the nuts, like you have found that eating those nuts doesn't keep you full. So then don't eat the nuts. Find the things that keep you full that aren't ridiculously high in calories, like, you know, 1500 calories in one meal. Like if you're eating that and then you're having to have two more meals afterwards because you're still not full enough, that's different. But if you are eating really nutrient dense foods that are filling and you don't eat as much per day because of that, that's that's much better for you than going, oh, I have to only eat 500 calories this meal because otherwise I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Like everybody's got to figure it out for themselves everybody's different some people don't eat that much some people eat a lot like i eat a lot so for me portion size matters a lot if i eat like a little bit i'm just gonna want more you know what i mean so like for me an omelet it has to be like huge like huge omelet then i'll be full for like next two hours other people they'll eat like a piece of toast up front i'm like that's i can't do that but it, it just depends also you said like tracking calories it's really hard to track calories i mean tracking calories that you burn you can use like fitness best stuff like that but It'll be close, but it won't never be exact. But you don't need to be exact. You just need to know, hey, a donut maybe has 200 calories. To burn off 200 calories will take me a 45-minute run where I never slow down. Yeah. Think about that. One donut is a 45-minute run or something. That's insane. And a lot of people don't put that stuff into perspective. They think, oh, I'll eat a donut and I'll just go for a walk. That walk's not doing you any good. Yeah, that's not going to help. A walk is going to burn maybe like 50 calories, right, in 20 minutes. You're not... It's not going to do any good, especially weightlifting. Yeah. A lot of people think they can weightlift and they can eat a lot. Weightlifting is basically like, you don't burn a lot of calories weightlifting. Unless you're doing like HIIT workouts, you don't burn a lot of calories weightlifting. It just builds muscle and increases your metabolism over time. Well, yeah, yeah. It changes your body composition, yeah. So you need to understand nutrition and you need to understand fitness, which 99% of people don't. 99% of fitness influencers don't. 99% of weight influencers don't. And it pisses me off because they perpetuate this bullshit, you know? You know V-Shred? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's such a fucking dumbass people hate that guy yeah <laughs> he goes on he makes these videos oh pizza or salad you don't have to choose you can eat the pizza just do my work you dumbass Such bullshit. Yeah. you're the reason people don't understand things anymore you know what i mean yeah and then you have people like that then they're taking all these drugs and then they go online they take a picture of like a piece of pizza oh i just ate this pizza and look how i look and people are like oh i can eat pizza and do that i just have to work yeah. like him and it doesn't work, right? Now people are just confused, like, what the fuck is reality? Then they go on these drugs, like Ozempic, because they think that's the answer. No, you gotta have better nutrition, you gotta understand fitness, and stop following dumbasses like V-Shred, yeah. who don't tell you anything. But that's the know? thing, so many people are making so much money out of people being misinformed, and I think that's such a big, huge part of the problem. But, like, say you you get the, um, the nutrition side of things right, say you get the healthy, active lifestyle side of things right, but yet, the motivation side of it, how do you keep the motivation when your body is actively working against you? Because I don't know if you know this, but your hunger hormone, or sorry, your satiety hormone, leptin, is actually stored in your fat cells. So as your body loses fat, it actually produces more leptin, sorry, more ghrelin and less leptin because your body is actually trying to keep the fat. Like your body is an adaption machine. It wants to store fat it wants to make sure that you're not going to starve if there's some sort of famine because it doesn't know that we've got food everywhere it has no idea so you've got these people who are doing all this stuff and 
then they, I don't know, they hit a plateau because they, I don't know, they, they've reduced their calories too much or they're not exercising quite enough or their body's adapted to it and lowered their metabolism. And so like, they're actually like, what the hell? I'm doing everything right. And yet I've stopped losing weight or I've actually started gaining weight back again. What are they supposed to do? Because a lot of those people don't understand that actually your plateau might only be for a few weeks and then you'll start losing weight again or there's something going on like you are you know you're at a certain point in your menstrual cycle which is causing you to hold water weight and so you don't realize that you are actually losing weight or you're gaining muscle and so you don't realize that you're gaining weight but you're losing fat like a lot of this stuff people don't understand and then they'll be like oh my god I'm doing all this stuff I'm working my ass off nothing's happening why is this happening like what am I supposed to do how do those people keep their motivation if you're doing it right it's gonna work Hmm. you just gotta wait it out if you're not doing it right and you're lying to yourself, which I think a majority of people are, yeah. especially when they're online and it's not working, you got to like be honest with yourself. If you're saying, oh, I've, I've worked out and ate for the last six months properly. Why haven't I lost weight? Mm. Did you really? Yeah, you can't. Did spin. you really? Because yeah. you're lying to yourself, right? Like every time I see that, I'm like, bullshit. Well, thing is, bullshit. people aren't necessarily not losing weight. They're probably just not losing weight to the extent that they want. They want to lose 50 pounds in three weeks. Like, oh my That's God. Not possible, there was something though. I saw on YouTube. Well, it's not, but people don't understand that because there's idiots on frigging YouTube. Like there's a guy I saw a couple of weeks ago who had a video that was like, lose 10 pounds in three days. And I was like, there's no fucking way that is possible that your body cannot lose 10 pounds in three days unless you are losing water weight because you've been like dehydrating in the friggin desert there is no way you can lose that much weight in three days and yet he's on there he's got millions of views because there's all these idiots have no idea that you can't lose weight like that like five pounds is like a maximum that you want to lose per week maximum like really you're only wanting to lose like one to two pounds a week like that is a healthy weight loss goal five pounds you can you can if you try really hard and you you have a huge calorie deficit but the likelihood is you'll put that weight back on because your body will make you starving because of all the extra ghrelin production and the the low leptin production and you will put the weight back on because this crash diet of you eating cabbage soup or whatever it is isn't isn't sustainable it's not something that you can do long term plus you lose muscle and strength which is never good you don't want to exactly yeah exactly what, what was your question again what, what are people supposed to do if they're not losing weight or like well if they how do they keep the motivation like or how how can they block out all the noise of all these stupid like get fit quick people who are full of crap and don't know what they're doing and just selling you a lie basically if it's too good to be true it is <laughs> you know like, it's just that simple. If somebody tells you, hey, you can lose 50 pounds in two weeks, tell them, fuck off, you're lying to me. Like, you can't believe, like, people believe the lie because they want it to be true. But, like, be honest. But that's what I'm saying. You have to be honest with yourself. If it's too good to be true, it is. So, like, it's hard. Why do so many people lie? Why do people lie? I mean, because they want money. Like, that's a whole different conversation. Now you're talking about morality. Yeah. But anyway, exercise isn't fun. Nutrition, you don't know. People don't know nutrition and people don't know fitness. Yeah. Do you think it's the responsibility of like schools to oh, yeah. educate people in this and actually encourage healthy lifestyle? Of course, it's a responsibility for schools. You know what's fucked up about the the fitness in schools? Every time there's a they cut funding for schools, what's the first thing they cut? Physical education. Yeah, they cut gym because like oh, it doesn't matter. It does matter. So yeah, you know, back in like during Eisenhower or after World War Two, Eisenhower he was like he wanted people to join the army, but a lot of people weren't passing the fitness standards. To get into the army and he's like what the hell is happening why are people not passing the fitness standards these are young people they should be able to pass so they they invented a test like a physical education test which is the same test we have in america 57 percent of americans failed like young americans like in high school and middle yeah. school failed and then he and then eisenhower was like that's not true that can't be true 
they're kids. They should be able to touch their toes. What the hell? Yeah, but they haven't moved for... So he said, let's do the same test in Europe. They did the same test in Europe. 7% of no. Europeans failed. So 57% in America, 7% in Europe. What was the difference? The people, how people yeah. ate food, their lifestyle changes, you know? America has been ahead of this for like there's 20 years ahead. America's usually 20 years ahead mm. of everything, right? Typically in the last 100 years or so. We started eating more. We started working out. Yeah. And it's that simple. Yeah. So that's when we started getting gym and schools and stuff. But, but it's never really gotten to the point where they teach you properly. Well, like from what I remember of nutrition and, you know, gym. I mean, we used to call it PE. But what we used to do in PE was we'd go out maybe i think it was like maybe once or twice a week that we had pe and what we would do is they would make us run around the field for like maybe two minutes to warm up and then we would basically in shifts we'd either play like hockey or football or something like that but we would only be playing for like five minutes total and then the rest of the time we'd be sitting on the ground and doing nothing yeah because it was really pointless that was that's bad yeah we had the same thing we had pe every day up until high school then high school you don't have to take it anymore yeah for some reason but yeah, you don't do much in gym. Don't know why. But the thing is, I don't think gym, because like for me, gym was like, we're teaching you how to play a sport and maybe you'll like that sport. But it's like, but that's not, for me, gym should have been, we're going to do an hour of activity. It's not, it's not a lesson. It's not, you're not getting graded on it. It's physical activity in your day. Well, a lot of That should the, be what it was. The parents started complaining too. Oh, my kid doesn't like gym. Why are you making him run? He doesn't want to do it. Yeah, but. Why would you do that to your kid? Like, I don't understand why parents would do that. It's like, I don't understand, like, I know this is going to topic, but I don't understand parents who will cheat and allow their kids to cheat. You are ruining their life. Like, you are not giving them the skills they need to be a proper human being. So why would you say, oh, well, my kid doesn't want to run? Like, tough. He needs to run. He's fat as fuck. He's going to die young. You are ruining his life. Make him learn to exercise. Like, what is wrong with you? You are a terrible parent. Because everything's about being positive these days. Ugh. Body positivity. You know, you can't use the word fat. Well, you can actually. You Apparently you can't use the word curvy anymore. Can't use the word curvy. You can't use the word, um, anything like that. Apparently fat and thinner fat, all these things have been reclaimed by the movement. So I can't call a fat person fat? Like, I can't call somebody fat? I don't know. I think... I think the the preference now is to say that they are a fat person, but I think it's because these body positive people are like reclaiming the word, so they're like, I'm fat and I'm proud, and that's why like you're allowed to say they're fat. Don't be proud of being fat. Like you should be, you should love yourself, but don't be proud of being fat. Like, no, you should be like, I. This is something I need to fix. I should have enough love for myself that I should be like, I need to fix this. Somebody who's a heroin addict, if they said I'm a drug addict and proud, would you be like, oh, that's a great. You would, yeah, you would never let that like fly ever but what do we say about fat people because like it's the same thing it's an addiction to food and you're overweight but it's it's a body image thing that's the thing if you're a heroin addict like that's not a body image thing like that's not a beauty thing whereas like if you're overweight, that's a separate thing that's that a separate with, like, thing being beautiful it is a separate thing it is a separate thing but people's people's self-esteem is so tied up in whether or not they're beautiful and to be fair i can understand as a woman i can understand that because we to a great extent, are only valued for our beauty and our youth. So if you're told you're not beautiful because you're fat, you're going to take that really fucking personally. So I can understand that. And as somebody who has been overweight in my life and has been bullied for it and has made, been made to feel like shit because of it, I do fully understand where the fat positivity movement comes from. But it's like they are ignoring facts about health because they want to feel pretty. And I think that's silly. You're actually harming yourself to feel pretty for how much time? Because people who are heavily overweight 
have lower life expectancy. So like, cool, feel great and you know, feel like you're pretty until you're 50 and then you drop dead. But like, the problem I have with the body positivity thing is it's telling people it's okay to be that way. And it's not okay to be that way. Yeah. Well, actually, it's actively stopping people from doing it because people who start trying to lose weight and they're like, oh, you know, my knees hurt. I think I need to lose a bit of weight. They're like, no, you're not body positive. You can't be in the movement anymore. And they get like ejected from the movement because they have said, I need to lose a bit of weight. And apparently that's not allowed, which I think is crazy. Like how crazy an ego do you have to have to try to stop people losing weight because it makes you feel bad about yourself that is so selfish it's unbelievable also fat is not healthy you know it's like people say oh i'm fat and healthy you're not that's like what you're you're not or you're healthy now you're not going to be healthy in 20 years but you're not healthy now like you might be fine you might be fit now yeah, but it's it's more of a case of like actually feeling okay. Like that's what I mean about healthy. Like obviously Bullshit, you're, you're like oh fucked, but piss me off. But like you can feel great and be four hundred pounds, but that's only gonna last for a little while. And then you're gonna start feeling the effects. You're gonna start getting diabetes, you're gonna start having knee problems, you're gonna be out of breath walking up the stairs. Like you're gonna have issues, but like I feel great now, but you're not going to feel great, and that is the issue. Alright, what about okay? So that's societal's perception. What about the impact in society? Let's say oh, you're being over- people being overweight. Yeah. They're like four hundred pounds, and now we have airplanes, and mm-hmm. they they take up two seats. Should they have to pay for two seats? Yes, I think so. I think they absolutely should, because it pisses me off that plus like you have to like have elevators have to like change their codes. All these things have to change because people are are getting overweight, and now mm-hmm. society has to adapt to that. And like, should they? be punished for it or should we like help them you know what i mean i don't think they should be like punished for it but they definitely shouldn't be like given special treatment for it if that makes sense like you've made that decision like you let yourself get to that state like and i'm I'm not being mean because it's like i know there are certain things that that cause people to become overweight like maybe they have mental health issues and they they've been depressed for years and they can't gain all this weight and they didn't mean to gain all this weight and it's just it's just it was a like the Indiana Jones stone rolling down the hill like they just it just they got to this point they're here now and they're struggling those people I feel bad for and I don't want them to be like punished by life but at the same time they've got to be realistic about things because like not being funny but like yes fair enough you can't fit in an airplane seat but my boyfriend is six foot seven he can't fucking fit in an airplane seat like he struggles he would he would have to sit near the front where you have to pay extra because you're getting the extra leg room so like he's getting penalized for something that he literally cannot change unless he chops his legs off he cannot change how tall he is like they can lose weight that was sammy subtly telling everybody how tall her boyfriend is and making everybody feel like (laughs) inferior six seven is enormous i'm just saying he is huge, yeah, he's a big dude. How tall are you? Uh, about 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. You literally have to, like, look up at him. Yeah, but we're getting off topic here, but to be fair, my mum and dad are a similar height difference, but my dad is 6'2", and my mum is 5'1". So, like, it's not uncommon God to damn. have that height difference, it's just he's very tall. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That's distra- distracting from the point at yeah. hand. The point at hand is, you can lose weight if you try. Yeah. Don't listen to bullshit influencers. Exercise will never be fun, but you got to do it anyway and learn nutrition. That's not true. I think exercise can be fun. I, I found some exercises that I really oh, enjoy. So yeah, but maybe I'll do my exercise. Like I do I do my daily like Grow With Joe videos and I have a whale of a time. They are so fun. I don't know. That's not fun. Weightlifting for me is not fun, but the rewards outweigh the consequences. Yeah. I do do a dumbbell 
exercise that's like full body and i do find that quite tiresome but it's i still quite enjoy it but it's because it's like which one? Oh, it's just some lady on youtube i can't remember her name but she does she's a buff she beast so like i don't imagine she does only dumbbell workouts i think she does all sorts of other shit but like it's a good workout i find it quite fun but it's dumbbell like, workouts are very it's good. punishing like i don't enjoy weightlifting but like her because hers is short and because it's like there's no repeat sets and stuff it's just like three of everything and then you move on i think that's okay for me but like when it's something that's like three times doing the, you know 50 times doing the same move i get so bored doing that and i can't do it for you everything's bad you're not gonna build strength yeah but i'm not looking to build strength i'm just looking to tone up a bit and lose a bit of weight like that's all i'm interested in. and also be a bit more healthy and active sammy i need you to i need you to squat <laughs> 315 i don't want to be a buff she beast that's not what i'm interested in oh my god that's why do women always think women always have this perception if they do a little bit of weightlifting you're gonna be like the Hulk. That's not how it works. Yeah, but that's. I'm not interested in weightlifting. Like I'm doing the dumbbell workouts because obviously, as I'm aging, I'm gonna lose muscle and bone density, and that's me trying to combat that. Like I have no interest in being like a gym bro. Like that is not fun for me. I just want to do my cardio. Hey. I want to do a little bit of weightlifting to just or dumbbell workouts to just be fit and healthy. And I don't not interested in anything else. Okay, I'm not doing a frigging bikini competition. I don't care. I'm not doing that. Gym bros are great. <laughs> they have this bad rep that they're kind of stupid. No, 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 but they're no, some no. Of I'm not being mean about people. gym bros. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, I, lo I know loads of gym bros, and they're lovely people, but that's just not who I am. Like, I'm not, I'm not interested in being a gym bro. Like, that's not my vibe. Like, I don't care. Like, I just want to be healthy. One day I will convince you. Never. I'll put you, you on a bench. Me. <laughs> put you on a squat rack. Make you deadlift something. Yeah, I'm actually surprisingly strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> with my legs especially. Like, but like, yeah. How much can you squat? Don't say in kilos, like this no, dumb no. frequency. I literally have no idea. Like I've never tested, but I like my in my house. I am the boy, like because we've got me and my sister, and so like my dad just gets me to lift everything. So if he if he needs to move a sofa, it's like mommy, help me move the sofa, and I'm like oh, okay. I will test that theory. But I think it's more because I'm like stocky. One day I will test I'm that more theory. More stocky than my sister. One yeah. day I will test that theory. What you just stick like a big. No, no, I can't do <laughs> World's strongest man, weight on me or just push no, a car no, no, no. on me. And I'll be like, ah. That's not safe. You should start off small and see how far you can go. I'm not stupid. <laughs> just lift one tire. <laughs> Lifting one tire is actually very hard. It's very hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, they do that at, um, at CrossFit, obviously. And obviously, like, people who do CrossFit are, like, so unbelievably mutant strong. It's insane. Like, I used to work with a guy who did CrossFit. And we used to have these flight cases for when we went and did events. And he could lift two just without even thinking about it. He's just like two, just walks off. It took me like three people to just carry one. It was ridiculous how strong he was. And you like, he wasn't even like a- How heavy is one? Heavy, like it was pretty heavy. Like we needed three people. Like they're all scientists. So they were like, we do geeks. But like, he was like the only one who could carry. He could carry two, not one, two. And we needed like three people to carry one. Like that was how strong he was. It was ridiculous. All this talk is making me want to go to the gym. <laughs> Well, you've got all day. It's almost the it's it's like an evening for me now. But you know, for you, you've got all day. You could easily go to the gym. Yeah. Eat some protein. Go to the gym. Have a great day. <laughs> gym is it'll make you feel better. Anyway. Anyway, getting off I think topic. everybody gets the <laughs> everybody gets the point. Yeah. Of what we're talking about. So losing weight. Go lose some weight. Is help. Well, it's easy. Is not easy. There are lots of different facets to the issue about whether or not you can lose weight, but. At the end of the day, calories in, calories out, eat the right foods, and do some exercising. Don't negotiate with yourself. If you do that, you've already lost. Yeah. You just got to do it. Anyway, bye, people. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye, guys.